Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. Point, uh, we're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach, yes. yes. All right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's the Six Rick Kane Show, can't forget the name though, got jazz blue, vision DJ, break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange or green, you see the Six Rick Champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage to your What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Vish, and this is part one of three podcasts we're releasing from Wednesday night's basketball show. Um, this one's focused on the men's team. Isaiah Wong uh, leaving and kind of the impact of that and how to fill those gaps. Now, um, I will say, great timing. This was this was the show ended three minutes before Kaishan George committed to Miami. Uh, he's a uh, professional player in Switzerland's B League uh, from Switzerland, France's B League. He committed to Miami right after the show ended. We'll have a show next week where we'll break down his game and how he fits. All right, well, I guess Anthony learned his lesson about asking you about hoodies and now wants to talk basketball, so let's do that. Total disrespect uh, by ESPN and NBC. I just saw their preseason rankings for next year, and they only have Miami ranked for both women's and men's at 22. It's okay. It's it's fine. It's preseason. Nobody takes preseason rankings seriously. UNC was preseason ranked number one last year, and they didn't even make the tournament. And, and I, think, um, I think the other thing is probably a good transition to our first topic, uh, which happened on Monday. Not a good moment for – I mean – Happy for Isaiah Wong, but it was sad. It, it was unexpected. I mean, I know we were kind of hopeful yeah. that he was going to stay, but honestly, I didn't have a lot of hope that he was going to... It makes sense for him to go. I don't know what he could do next year that would raise his draft stock any more than it already is by winning ACC Player of the Year and making the Final Four. Like I said, the only thing I think he could have worked on is consistency, but you're getting to the point now where he would be going, like, he'd be, like, 23 next year, and, like... Yeah, he's he's it, played it, it four years. He has the he's played four years. He's graduated. He just has the extra. Yeah, exactly. And I just I don't know that he's gonna raise his draft stock anymore. I mean, I selfishly I wanted him to come back, but that that's that's where I'm at. Like it was definitely that yeah. video got me a little uh, misty eyed. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's sad to see him go. But it's I think it's obviously the right decision for him, and he's very. No, I think it is too. He's very intelligent, deliberate with his decision making. I'm sure he got the information he needed. There's a reason he didn't like declare immediately. He did the research and realized yeah. it was the right move for him. So it's a it's a great move for him. Congratulations to him, but he will be missed. And there's no here. chance of him coming back, guys. He yeah. already hired an agent. Well, so. he also he can't. Um, so. This was on our show with Matt last week, but we we went um, deep into the into the NBA collective bargaining agreement. And apparently, if you declare for the draft and pull your name out twice the third time, you have to stay in. 
Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. I read that. I didn't know that was a thing I sent, either. I think I sent that to you last week, and I was like, "Is there any truth behind this?" Because I didn't even, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, no, it is. Um, a thing. We we pulled up the. Uh, yeah. I found the PDF of the NBA collective bargaining agreement. We read all the legalese to interpret it. <laughs> so, oh, better you than me. <laughs> so anyway, that yeah. So he has to go anyway. So once he, that, and that's why we knew it was going to come to closure because the date to declare is the twenty third, and once he declares this time, he has to go. So yeah, yeah. he's not coming back. Um, Nah. Sad. But I mean, Sad. we still got a, a good core of Wooga and Nigel and Omir and Bensi Joseph. So yeah, we before, just before we, we talk to that, I would like to do a little bit of, I mean, we're talking about uh, ACC player of the year, four-year starter who came in when we, we weren't in a good spot and kind of helped elevate the program. But if you have yep. any like thoughts, reflections on, on Isaiah Wong's career. I think he'll go down as one of the top players in school history. I think he's the fourth leading scorer in the history of the program, but he also did something that no other player has been able to do, which was help lead us to our first elite eight and final four appearance in back-to-back years, win another ACC regular championship and regular season championship. And likely we would have won the ACC tournament if Omir didn't get injured. So, I mean, he's accomplished more in his four years at Miami than any other player can, and can say that they've done except unless unless you're the other players on the team but even then I mean he won ACC player of the year um so I I think he's at least top five in program history and I say top five I don't want to start disrespecting some of the greats that we've had in the past but like I said he's done things that no other player has been able to do in program history and that's why me and you spent so much money on final four merch and a trip to Houston so do we send him a bill then what happens there <laughs> if you weren't no, this I good think... at basketball, none of this would have happened, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I gotta say, and I hope Larinaga can do the same thing that he did last offseason. Uh, but the two pieces he brought in last season in Pac and Omir, I mean, you couldn't have found a better fit for our team to help us get that far. Um, so everyone online that's freaking out because players are committing and Miami hasn't gotten anybody else. Don't forget that Omir and Pack, I believe, didn't commit to Miami till the very, very end of April. Yeah, it was um, Pack was and the now 23rd it's just, and, and Omir yeah. was the 26th. So. And all, all of these fans who act like it's a problem and they're worrying, I'm just like, where were you last year and the years before when we weren't very good? And like, don't, don't like, not you're being a fan later as in now. Just yeah. chill out. You don't know enough about Kane's hoops to to be worried and 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 you know going back to long he went through those those lean years i mean his freshman year was the covid year we actually played our full season because we got eliminated from the acc tournament right before they canceled it that's how yeah we played that that day one day one yeah and he actually wasn't um and i i remember watching that and we were bad like you said but he like I think Wong is actually good because the rest of the team Wong wasn't. A, <laughs> and then you know Wong, he just to watch Wong and Wuga are great examples of how Coach L can develop players. All these people that say we bought our team and bought our Final Four run. Wong was recruited out of high school and has been with Miami for four years. This is pre NIL. Coach L developed him into the ACC Player of the Year and our leading scorer and all of these things. So the haters can. Yeah, and, and the, the, other, the other thing with him is, as you said, as he started to develop, I mean, even the second areas here, we were not good. Um, mm-hmm. And he had every opportunity to get out. Leave. Yeah, and he didn't. And he didn't, and instead he elevated the program to where it's never been before. So, like I said, he'll be missed. Um, 
But Anthony, I wasn't calling you out. I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there. That <laughs> we'll go through the comments in a second. We'll, we'll, go, we'll <laughs> go through the comments in a second. But yeah, so I think, you know, he's going to be missed. His big shoes to fill. Let's go through it's, some of his comments. Really, and, I mean, and, and then we'll talk about losing how him, losing him and Jordan Miller. I mean, they're arguably, I mean, I, I actually probably wouldn't say they're arguably, they're the two leaders of the team. They're the leaders. And they also, again, we'll, we'll talk in a minute about how we try to fill that because they were responsible for generating yeah. a lot of the offense too which is going to be a yeah. challenge but steve yeah. thanks man wow look at this internationally well, we're now internationally known look at this well we do have a canadian coming to our team next year yeah. yes, yes michael Nawoko is he's the canada. only new player so far so you know can actually we have two canadians if you count the women's team because we have another we're, canadian we're, coming. we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about women so we'll, we'll discuss so, that in a bit as well yeah, yeah so. so if we can stay on the bed so that way we don't have to cut the so, podcast yeah, five well, different ways I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying we, we love canada as well because we've got a few <laughs> canadians actually, coming into our and, program and there's already a couple on, on the women's team yeah. so that uh, was does it work the same way for that's a for for a record player to play for that specifically I don't get the Tebow example. The, I'm not I'm not sure what you're talking about, but uh I football is different because you have to be twenty one, I yeah. believe, to Yeah, the, yeah, it's twenty one or your high school class has to have completed three years. Um so yeah, but, especially junior but, but the, the NBA time. draft is literally like one year of college basketball but they're changing those rules because people are like doing a year of g league and then declaring or something and i read something that they're changing the rules about not counting the g league or professionals somewhere else or yeah i don't know we'll see but that's why the term one and done comes from i think because they're worried players are going to go start playing overseas for a year and, and the ncaa and college basketball is going to lose its yeah, I think one of Texas's biggest recruits signed in Australia to play for a year before the NBA. So. Yeah, he's like a five-star player that he was committed to Texas, and now he's he signed with one of the um, – I think it's the same team that um, – what's his name? One of the ball kids went to play for for a year. The good one, the, the LaMelo. <laughs> yeah, okay. I didn't know which, which – actually, I had to look up. I think it's NBL. I was like, what the hell is the NBL? And then I Googled it. I was yeah. like, oh, it's the Australian League. Uh but Anthony, to answer your question, it's completely different. So in, in college, like like Mel said, after after your first year, you can declare, but you're allowed to declare and withdraw your name, so you don't have to like stay in the draft. In the NFL, you can only really do after your junior year, and then once you do that, um, you're stuck. You can't come back out. So it's just a completely different system. Can we get both your way too early predictions for next season in the ACC for the U? <laughs> uh, I, I'd rather respond to Daniel Berry's, yo, yo, man. Yo. That's, a, that's an easier one to answer uh, than the second my one. My response, Steve, the Canadian, to that is I can't respond to that yet. Um, if Coach L does what he's done in the past and develops players and we get good guys out of the transfer portal like we did last season, I think we could easily make a run again. But it really depends on what we do. We just lost arguably our two best players on the team uh, to the draft um, and had some kind of not key pieces, but, you know, people off the bench. We lost Beverly. We lost Walker. Well, let's, um, let's, let's, the transfer let's why don't we, so why don't we do it this? It just depends. Steve, I won't waffle as much as Melissa just did, but let's, uh, let's walk, talk through maybe some of the players we're looking at and maybe see where, yeah. we, where we land on with this. Well, I guess, first of all, you mentioned some of the players coming back earlier. So coach L did like a press availability this week and he talked about um so obviously after Wong left it's like okay that's a huge hole in your lineup 
And he's talking about well, Wong and Miller. Like I said, I think those are our top two players. Yeah, yeah, but I think Miller's one we've kind of been at peace with already. <laughs> Wong just well, we knew it was. We already yeah, knew yeah, it was and happening. It was, and it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was out, out of eligibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I guess let me ask you this question. So, so Larinaga said, obviously, like we're still looking to bring players and blah blah. But he said we have Bensley, Nigel, and Wuga. Is that if we roll that out as the starting three guards? How, how are you feeling about that? Bensley, Nigel, and Wooga? Yeah. Um, defensively, I'm really good with it. Offensively, I hope Wooga really develops even more than he already has in the offseason. Um, because Wong was someone who could create his own shot, could shoot threes, could drive, could do all of these things. Wooga, I think his three-point shot has developed somewhat through the season. Uh and, and maybe he can create his own shot. He wasn't like really the first or second, third option in the offense. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, but honestly, I like Bensley as our sixth man off the bench. Yeah. I don't want him. I don't want him start. And, and hopefully that's not something that will cause him to transfer. Um, but I would like a, a taller um, guard uh, next to Nigel. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I think, I think obviously Coach L can't talk about players that aren't here yet. So, but I, I can't imagine we're not looking actively for starting for two starters right but now. I have a list of players that I want. Yeah. Yeah. She, she broke with six ring canes tradition and did research and evaluated stuff. And this is, this is a new type of show, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, I did this about half an hour before the show started, which is why I clicked on the StreamYard link like two minutes before we were going live. Because I was I mean, just like what everyone writing does. everything down. I, yeah. I, I just appreciate you showing up. Half the time, like, are you guys coming? And then like they start popping in. So I didn't have to do that. This so. is my only day off this week from work. So I made... I oh, yeah, That's a sense. lot. Because yeah. you work nice. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a hectic yeah, week. Yeah, so this is my only night off. So I made sure we, we got this done. Because I work I work now through the entire weekend. Yes. Like tomorrow through the whole weekend. So That's every day like so thursday friday saturday sunday uh not saturday thursday okay. friday sunday monday okay so i know you work like 12 hour shifts that's a lot to do in a row. yeah we it's it's more of like let me have a bunch of days off in a row and then i'll kill myself to do a bunch of days so then i can do the same thing again and have a bunch of days off in a row so it's worth it when that that long stretch of days off happens but when then you get to that like stretch where you have to work a bunch of days and it sucks but it's fine Fair enough. Uh, as as uh, I'll just quote our man here, Steve from Canada. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> good, good. No, I've had a bunch. He, he no, was honestly, talking about you waffling had... on, on your prediction, but it works for this. Well, too. no, no, no. I, I honestly think if Coach L continues to do what he's done in the past in the last few years, I think we can. I think we can make a run and be like a Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight team again next season. But there's a big dependence on if he can do what he's done in the past and bring in players from the portal. We've got a great guy coming out of high school, but he's not going to replace Isaiah Wong and Jordan Miller. We need, I mean, we've got some freshmen who stuck stuck around. I think Christian Watson is going to take a big leap next year. I think Wuga takes a big leap next year. Um, Nigel and Omir only get better, and they were huge pieces for us. But I, we need, like, I'd, I'd say at least two guys in out of the transfer portal and maybe a third for depth. Um, I, I would really say the one interesting. I know you mentioned my thoughts. Yeah, you did mention like <laughs> Bensley is the sixth man, which is I think, you know, his role next year. I don't think he transfers, or he would have already. I think. I think he gets a lot of playing time. He gets starters minutes a lot of times, and I don't think that'll change. 
Um, and then I he's think, definitely I, starting I think two he's years kind of like I think he's kind of like the Tyler Hero from last season where Tyler Hero was the sixth man on the Heat, but he basically played starters minutes and was basically in for like the fourth quarter all the time. I could see Bensley in that role where we have him in the game. I mean, like he did that a lot minutes. this year. It was him yeah. who will get to close games out. And I think... Yeah, just because defensively. Yeah, and I think he's locked in as the starter in 2024. So Yeah, I just... He needs to develop more of an offensive game. He's an elite defender. But I want to see more consistency in his shot. And I want to see him... I do, I do think it would be handle interesting. The ball, handle the ball more and, and start to make outside shots and maybe even develop like a nice drive. I, like I do think the one thing if he starts would be interesting to see Nigel off the ball a lot more and someone having to chase yeah. him around. Well, that's what he was at. at I know. At it's kind of weird. It would be like guard. almost like shifting back to what he was doing there. Yeah. Because I don't think you want to play Benzo off the ball. Guard. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into some of these uh, names. I was going to start with the uh, latest one, but since uh, Anthony asked, why don't we just go with Matt Cleveland from FSU. Who's a bad memory. Yeah, go ahead. So those of you who don't know who Matthew Cleveland is, you obviously have not been following Kings Hoops the entire season. Matthew Cleveland was the guy who came into Miami as a part of FSU's squad and hit a buzzer beater and came back to come back from a 25-point deficit to beat us at home. Just the one home he game is, I attended this year. He's very – yeah, I know. Vicious bad luck. Um, he is um, – He's, I mean, I guess, could you call him a, a small forward, two guard? I think naturally he's a, he's, a, he's a small forward. Yeah, um, he's 6'7". 6'7", 6'8", that range. Six, which, six, yeah, it depends which on means, Which means he's probably 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> the way they measure kids. But he had, he had 20 points against us, which I think was his season high. Because uh, he only averaged about 14 points per game for the season. So... Um, but he, I mean, I could see us maybe even moving Wooga to the two, and bringing in Cleveland as the three. I don't know, or I don't, I don't know if we want to play small ball and put Cleveland as the four. But I don't see that happening. I could, I um, could actually see that happening. Um, yeah, and he's but, only a sophomore. And so. yeah, no, he's got plenty of eligibility. The reason I say I could see that happening is we we're we're used to playing small, and I mean at six, yeah. if he's six seven, six eight, whatever he is. It's not that different from the height Jordan Miller played. Now Jordan Miller has seven foot wingspan, which which kind of masks some of his uh, I mean, height. I I I think if he were to come, it would depend on who else we brought in. Because right. I mean, he comes in, he's an obvious starter, but where you play him, I think, kind of depends on who else comes in. Which leads me to a gentleman that has us in his top four. Yeah, let's talk to <laughs> that. This is the big. I think this is the big one. If we're gonna say there's a big one, Hakeem. this is it. Hakeem Hart, he's a senior transfer. I guess he's a grad transfer. Is, is he, he a, tra- a grad transfer? A grad transfer looking. It doesn't. I don't, oh, I'm not sure. He played at Maryland. Maryland. He's originally from Philly. He's six eight, a little over two hundred pounds. Um, has us in his top four alongside Gonzaga, Kansas, and Villanova. And I'm not. I'm not hoping for anything with this because he's originally from Philly. So everyone's saying he's going to go to Villanova. But he averaged about 11 points per game, four rebounds a game, almost 50% uh, field goal uh, percentage with a 33% three-point field goal percentage. Um, but, I mean, if you brought in him in Cleveland. Yeah, I think that that's – That, I think that that's... would be nice. But I, I'm not counting on it because he's from Philly. I just don't I, – I, 
I mean, the fact that we're in the same conversation with Gonzaga, Kansas, and Villanova is really, really cool. I mean, we're the only um, Final Four team there, so why shouldn't we? We are. But the other three teams are teams that are, like, constantly in the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. I mean, Kansas won the Natty the year before. Villanova so let me ask you this, though. I know, I know we're homers. I'm going to change the subject slightly. We'll get back to this in a second. But yeah. in terms of overall programs right now, and even, like, let's say the next five years – I don't know that we're not a better program than Villanova. Jay Wright's gone. They're having to rebuild. Like, they weren't good this year. Gonzaga is kind of probably on our level, maybe a little bit, like, overall. It's a completely different value prop. They play in a small conference. They dominate And Kansas it. destroyed my I mean, Kansas, Kansas is, is obviously a better overall basketball program than us. Like, there's no doubt about that. But I feel like at this point, I'd rather be, you know, the Miami just overall is the program. Miami than Villanova or in, well, I or mean, Gonzaga. let's be real. If either of those players come in, they're automatic starters, right? And um, and if Miami's both do, a great place to live, and we have NIL. So well, there's, and we there's play other, the ACC, yeah, which exactly. is one of the better basketball. I, I think people discount that too much. Like the like yeah. the idea that you're going to play Carolina and Duke and get to live in warm weather in a city, yeah. which again, a lot of the you say is from Philly, like. Someone from Philly would rather live in Miami than Lawrence, Kansas, and or I, and I think in Washington. yeah, and I think I think that gets discounted a lot with Miami's um, yeah. attractiveness. And also academically, yeah. Miami's is a I think is a top fifty school academically. Not um, anymore. <laughs> we, we, I know. We won't, sad times. Sad times. Sad times. <laughs> We won't go off that tangent. Yes, yes. Let's not. Let's not do yeah. that. Um, we're fifty-ish, <laughs> ish, ish. Um, yeah. But no, it's it's. There's a lot of, uh, and I think the thing about that list, it's so dip, like you've got wet, a West Coast Conference team, you've got a team in a college town, the Big Twelve, you've got an ACC school in like the Caribbean, essentially, and then you got a a, a small school in the Big East in Philly. Like such a weird list. Yeah. So is your opinion Honestly, then that he's going to Villanova and he's just making the numbers? My, my, my. I looked everything up because I, I, he had us. I mean, that guy from Rice had us in his top four also. Yeah, and, then, and like, he went, immediately went to Xavier. Was like, no, he's going to Xavier. Uh, everybody and their mom is saying he's going to Villanova because he's from Philly. But I. So do you think that's I mean, already been hope. decided and he's just making the numbers up with the other three schools? Like these. Are the Apparently, he's announcing on Friday. Yeah, we'll know soon. So we won't have to wait too long. But you talked about, you know, potentially sliding we'll get the two. If you get Cleveland and and what's the heart? <laughs> I suck with names. And this, this is why you write things down. I haven't opened another tab, but I'm looking at you instead of that right now. No, that's why I, I mean, like, I was like, oh, I could leave it in a tab, but then I have to keep clicking. Now I just I, have it on the keyboard. I don't even think I keep paper around anymore. Who uses paper anymore? Um, but uh, I stole well, this do. from a, a hotel. This is from a, ho- a pad from a hotel. I should have been stealing stuff from hotels. The amount of money I gave in March, but anyway, um, um, I did not. I didn't oh, walk yeah, out with anything. Travel. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I did not walk out with anything. I usually I like to steal the pen. Like this is a hard rock pen. <laughs> I like I have the pens from a those. Those pens like, suck though. I know, but it's, you pay for the room. <laughs> Are you supposed to steal? Anyway, let's not go down that. Well, route. they even charge me for a pen. Well, I mean, are you supposed to leave it there? Or are you allowed to take? I mean, anyway, like I said, let's not go down that route. Um, but Do you know uh, how many of these pens I have? No, I don't. I don't know that I want I to because plausible deniability. But um, there you go. Um, 
So I think Anthony's the, the, mentioning Arturo Mor- Morris. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I just wanted to, to close yeah. a point you had made earlier about sliding Wilga to the two. I think you get Hart in, in Cleveland 100%. That's happening. Wilga plays the two and you start both those guys. Yeah. Um, all right, Arturo Morris. I don't know a lot about him, honestly. Yeah, so he he, he was a five-star recruit that, that Tex- obviously was at Texas. Came off the bench this year. He played against us quite a bit in the uh, – in the mm-hmm. Elite Eight game. But, yeah, I again, I'm not sure why he's transferring. You think there would be a good chance for him to start there because they lost quite a few players. So it's hard to get a read on him, like you said, on, in terms of what his decision-making is because I, I don't think it was a playing time move. It could just be, you know, Chris Beard was there and that's who recruited him and now he's not. So mm-hmm. um, so maybe there's something, something related to that. Let's see. He played in 38 games, averaged 11.8 minutes. 4.6 points per game, 41% of field goal percentage. And he was a freshman. He's yeah, no, he was, he was a big-time recruit for them. Yeah. So. I'm just curious why know. someone I'm enters the portal. I'm not sure recruiting him. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I don't know that we've been on a list. Yeah, I'm not sure. And I'm not sure what led to his transfer because, like, He's almost guaranteed to start for them. So it's not a playing time thing or anything. And it's a big Sometimes program. Sometimes you don't like the program. I mean. Yeah, maybe you, you don't. You want to go to a small private school instead. I don't know. In Miami. Yeah. I mean, that was what I was hinting at. You didn't have to exactly be that. But anyway. <laughs> well, we did just like, I mean, I figured, I figured you know, our, Melissa, I'm like you. I trust our audience to, be able to figure those things out. So. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, all right, so there's a couple of other names that came up over the last few weeks. Yeah, you uh, sent me a list. Yes, which is kind of where where Miami has been linked with, talked to, rumored about. So let's start uh, with uh, Cormac Ryan from Notre Dame. I had no idea who this guy was, quite honestly, because Notre Dame was very irrelevant in basketball this year. Um, I think that he only has one year of eligibility left. He was a senior. Yeah, he's a uh, plug-and-play at Powered Forward, I believe. The, the thing I noticed with him looking at his stats over the years is that he's been very consistent. There's been no massive rise or massive drop in his stats over the, the years that he's been at Notre Dame. Um, but he is a, a larger guard at 6'5", 195. I don't know that he's someone that comes in and is a starter. Um, but yeah, which to me is, is – So he um, – yeah, which is why he's he's kind of interesting to me. Like you said, he's consistent. Yeah, I think he'd be a good bench guy. Solid. You yeah. know what you're going to get. You can plug him in. Like Kind of like another Harlan Beverly. 
Right. Good. Like, That's I, a great, great comparison. Not the same position, but like exactly what you're like, you know yeah. what you're going to get. It's not going to be spectacular, yeah, just, but it'll be solid. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. He'd be weird to try and start on this team. Just, I mean, I, I, I don't see him like looking at his stuff because you gave me that name and I'm like, I don't see him as someone that's going to come in and start. I mean, flat, I mean it depends. I profile. Is he a starter like, at Notre Dame? I was he a starter at Notre remember. Dame? I don't even remember, to be honest. Because I don't, I don't see him coming to Miami if he's going to be a bench piece. Like, yeah, but he also doesn't. And that's what people have to understand. Like, we're going to bring in some transfers, and they may not necessarily be the flashy guy, but, like, we only have, like, two starting positions open. So if we bring in two or three players, they're not necessarily and, and be flashy starters. And let's be real. At, at the guard position, they better be really good because they got to be better than Bensley. And Bensley's good. Yeah. So it's not like that. The four position yeah. is kind of open, <laughs> yeah. but but the guard position is like half open because we could easily start yeah. Bensley there. Um, for sure. And the the other thing, I mean, Cormac Ryan, he feels like he should play for Boston College or something. I don't know about this. Why? <laughs> it doesn't fit at all with our team. We have names like Wooga and Nigel and Zane and like Cormac Ryan. Come on, man. That doesn't sell. Does that sell? Does, does Cormac oh, Ryan? Does Cormac Ryan sell like a Miami player? Just off a name. I don't know. Just calling him Mac. I thought that would work. I mean, have to call him C Mac or something. You know, really like put some flavor on it. But uh, but I don't listen, know. Listen, if he wants to come to Miami, I no, no, absolutely. I feel like I don't know. No, more seriously, that was obviously a joke. That wasn't a serious thing. I'm not judging players based on their name. Um, I think yeah. it's a weird. How fit. like Indiana? How like Indiana fans before? Like before we played them. Saying like Nigel looks like he came out came from the hood in Miami, and I'm just like <laughs> he's, he's from, Indianapolis. from Indianapolis. Like you guys are the most awful human beings ever. I'm so glad we beat them. Anyway, so Anthony's twice. got some some more information on Cormac Ryan. Um, oh, Anthony doing the hard research for us. Yep, that's why it's good to have good Be listeners. They go look stuff up. There we go. Thank All right, you, so, so maybe he would come in here because the other thing I remember, remember Mike Bray quit, so maybe he just wants yeah. out. And maybe well, it's funny because you gave me that name and I was looking. I don't know if you can see this, but I wrote consistent there you on go. the on my paper. There you go. There <laughs> sorry, you go. I was sorry for the messy handwriting. I was I was rushing. Oh, you've never but, seen um, my handwriting; it's illegible. That's the one I, I wrote consistent and in, in like large capital letters. That was the thing I noticed about him. Yeah, no. If you've ever seen my handwriting, which I don't think you have, it's not let legible there's another reason i don't write this mine can, be nice if i try but my, mine cannot it was always bad and now that we use computers for everything like it's like i can't even read my own handwriting um so Anthony, there's one there, oh sorry go ahead uh well you got this question here i think we kind of sort of we'll talk about the women's in a second we actually already kind of filled that spot on the women's team but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute but uh yeah <laughs> i don't know if you have any thoughts on this question with regards to the men um honestly a combo probably would be my preferred um just so you I, I just want somebody taller than Nigel because Nigel's six feet maybe um and Bensley's not tall either I think no. he's only like was six two no we would one. definitely have like the shortest backcourt in the ACC I want I want somebody a bit taller but I want someone who can be handle the ball but also be able to move without the ball so a combo guard would be fine um, 100% agree. but there was there was one name totally changing subject of guards that you gave me that name that guy from Dayton Mustafa Am Am Amzil yep I want him <laughs> he can replace Jordan Miller I was Ooh. looking at his I was I, I I just like him I mean that's bold he's a sophomore um but look at the leap Jordan Miller made from one year to the next after he transferred um he's from Finland he's 6'9 
I, I just, I like some of his tape. I feel like Larry Nega could really do something. I actually, so. I really like this guy. I, I, I actually agree with that. I just think when you say you could replace Jordan, no one's replaced. We got, we no, need other guys to get better. You know what I mean. We need other guys to get better. It's, it's not, it's not like Jordan, it's not like he's going to be like the next Jordan Miller. Like obviously Jordan Miller is like one of a kind, but I, I think he's someone who could step into that four spot. And and do it and do it you know not do it a disservice. I think I think he could yeah, develop. Yeah, I, I think he could be. I think he's an interesting fit because he can play on the perimeter too, so it won't. Mess yeah, up was, and, and and that was the big thing. And I keep saying how we need to stretch four. He averaged thirty seven percent from three. Yeah, no, and he'll three. he'll he'll catch and shoot too. He's yeah, it'll, it'll be he'll I, fit in with our kind of like. First and he's taller than Omir. He's uh, taller than Omir. Yeah, no, he he would definitely fit the. Uh, the profile, like when I, I also looked at some of his, his tape, and by that I mean his YouTube transfer portal highlights, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, that's he, what I looked at was YouTube. I just <laughs> YouTube his name and was looking at film. No, every time I forget what the account is, we should definitely plug that. Every time someone enters the portal, there's a video that shows up. It's like transfer portal highlights. It's like got all their tape with like stats. I don't know analysis. if it was transfer portal highlights. I just like I don't know exactly know. what the name is, but like they actually like have like as they're showing the highs, there's like a breakdown on the top of the screen, like. 37% of his shots are at the rim and all of this stuff. That's a good account. We should definitely, I'll plug it next week after I look it up. But, yeah. but uh, no, I noticed he does a lot of pull up threes in transition. He's not afraid to just catch and shoot. And that's how we play. So. I think he just needs to more develop down low. I think, yeah. I think that, I, I, think, I think he may just need to develop a post move. Um, but he's definitely your stretch four and he's obviously yeah, tall. And, and he's got a pretty good drive. <laughs> he's, he's athletic. He's got a pretty good drive game. But mm-hmm. all like I feel like all of his offense starts on the But he's year. a big dude. He's 6'9", 225. Yeah. I mean yep. Which is why I, like I, you gave me that name and I looked him up and I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like this dude. He needs to come to Miami. I was yeah, like, I mean, oh. he, I mean he lit us up two years ago when Dayton blew us off the court. But uh <laughs> no, about I, the time I, where, I, I, where, where, where I was melting down really, like this really program hope, is dead. <laughs> I really hope he's looking at Miami because I think he would. I think. Oh no, he. I think he is. Really I think well. his, he was. He was on campus. He and yeah. Uh, I, I really think what I mean, if he just looks at how Jordan Miller developed from his last season to this season, um, because I think Jordan Miller has a better chance of getting drafted than Isaiah Wong. I think I think honestly I think Wong has a better chance of getting drafted. I think Jordan Miller nah. has has the ability to make a team that's looking to get. I the, think I think once Miller shows him and he can shoot the three because we know he can, he just didn't have to do it this season. I think he I think he could be a really great piece off the bench for a team in the league. Oh, I think he can play I in think, the league, but I think Wong's gonna is more draftable right now. Because Miller's is an interesting I think teams will struggle to figure out where to fit him. And that's where you use your draft picks. Like, oh, I can start. And I, and I think once he like gets no, I think I, I think I, I don't know. I, anyway. I, I think I think Wong. I, I think Miller just overall consistency wise. But I think both of them have a shot to to make a team. It'll be interesting to see them play in summer league. Yeah, I think Miller's. I think I think Miller might get drafted. I think Wong definitely will get drafted. Because um, he's he's got the upside to be like a a. a I feel like he's got more high level upside, which is what gets you drafted. I mean, you mentioned the consistencies might be the only thing lacking. Can you imagine if he gets that? Like he's ridiculous. And and Jordan um, Miller is, um, is more of a Swiss Army knife that can do like a million things well. 
That's why he'll have be valuable. But yeah, it's hard Hurricane to Hayes off. even says that Miller's more NBA ready than Wong. Somebody agrees with me. Who's Hurricane Hayes? I'm 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 the host of this damn show. <laughs> Somebody one of them. Is that a, one of them. Is that a seventh floor crew icon? Wait, pull oh, that boy. back up. The seventh floor crew <laughs> with the with the with the team getting off the the plane in the festival. What? Wow, nice little edit there. I uh, like I, it. I'll, I'll tell you this though. Actually, I think out of the players on the team this year, Wuga is probably the best suited to to play wing and, and shoot three and D player in the NBA. I'm excited to see what Wuga does next season and how he develops because he took a huge step from freshman to sophomore year. And he, he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more next season. So I'm excited for him. Um, but I really hope Amzil, if I'm saying that correctly, comes to Miami because I really, really, really like Yeah, and, and one of the things you, <laughs> that we, we like, we know who Jordan Miller is now. It's not like when he transferred mm-hmm. in, we're like, oh, thank God, we got this dude for George Mason. So yeah. I, I, I think... We should have known, though, the George Mason ties. Um, yeah, well, I mean, but we didn't we didn't know that he was going to be what he was. Like, I mean, no one could have possibly yeah. imagined Jordan Miller was going to be the player he became. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know a lot about him. So I think that, I, that's this just guy, another... Mustafa Am- Amzil? See, I now, now Mustafa, that is a name that we could go to town with, man. We got a, we got a Norchad, a Mustafa, a Wooga. Come on. Like, this is, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Listen, we, we like to go international, I guess. I mean, Mustafa's a great Mustafa's a Amzil great name. Is from is from Finland. We're getting a Canadian. Um, yeah, things are things are spreading around. Where where is Wuga's origins? Um, I have no idea. I think he's I just I think he's just I think he's just African American. Like, because Wuga's a nickname. Obviously, his name is Nassim. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, but uh, actually, uh, Bensley Joseph is Haitian. <laughs> Miami's very cultural. Yes, very cultural. yes, yes, we are cultural. It's a cultural city. Um, but yeah, no, I think, like you said, I think he plugs into the four. I guess here, here, here's the thing. So I'm going to ask you a loaded question here. Not a loaded question, but just, all right, you can pick two of three of Cleveland, Hart, and let's just call him Mustafa. Who are you going with? Who are your two? Oh, oh you can pick two, two of those three? Yeah, two of those three. Those are going to, so here, here, I've made the decision. Nigel Starden. Wuga is your combo guard now at the two, which, by the way, I totally agreed with your combo guard. Oh, I don't, I don't need to think about it. I already know who. All I would right, take. all right. Give me, the, give me the other two stars. All right. I would take, I would take Cleveland and Amzil. Okay. And that's, and and honestly, it, it's, I love Amzil's tape, so he's obviously a pick for me. Uh, but I would take Cleveland over Hart only because Cleveland's only a sophomore. That's And I would love to have the guys in for longer than a year because of what Coach L can do developmental wise. I think Hart is a great player. Um, and I would love to have him for the year that he has left. But if I can only take two of those three, I would take the two that have more eligibility. Amzil is a must for me. I hope we get him. I love his team. Well, a must. Wow, you've you've just gone all in on Amzil now. I I, I loved his tape. A must. Um, Anthony, I can't look up everybody, <laughs> but I will I will I will write that down and I will come up see, after see, the show. See, this will <laughs> teach you a lesson to not buy a new show prep because stuff's gonna happen. And next year you yeah. were talking about drafting Bijan Robinson. And this that, stuff just I mean, if, if Anthony's going off of your thing about um like good names, um, because I don't how do you Baba how do you pronounce that? Baba Tunde Tunde Akinbola. I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm googling him on my phone. Ba Baba Tunde Akinbola? Yeah, there you go. 
Um, stats, news, and bio. Um, he's a senior. So he's a grad transfer. 6'10", 245, originally from Nigeria. He's a grad transfer. He only played in four games last year. Was he injured? I could – that could be some depth. And he only played in six games the year before. So he's, And then in 2020, 2021, he played in 27 games. Uh, okay. Um, depth – maybe a depth take, if anything. There's no way you can grab someone out of the portal that's played that little basketball last season and be like, yeah, you're starting in yeah. Tybor. But as a depth yeah, player, he's I mean, got maybe, height and as size. A, as, a, as a depth piece, for yeah. sure, height yeah. and size, see what he uh, – I'm interested to know how much eligibility he has left because he only played in four games in 2022. So I wonder if there it was either if it was like injury, maybe they could have. Oh, he injured his foot at the beginning of the season, so he. But he didn't play that much the year before either. Yeah, so I don't know. Although we, he I mean, get... as a depth piece, as a yeah. depth piece, but like as far as someone coming in to start, he's not. He's not somebody that I'm like. I mean, it's look, not like look, we do have to finish guy that I yeah, want. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we have to fill the roster in. So, you know, their plans A's, yeah. A's through D or whatever. And, and, so and that's what fans have to realize. If they announce, like, some players signing with Miami and it's, like, someone who's only played, like, 10 minutes a game or something, we need more than just starters. We need some depth pieces because we lost Beverly. Um, uh, we've lost two – we lost Wong and Miller starters. We lost Beverly. We Indeed. lost Walker. Yeah. So – um, and then, and uh, Yo- yeah, Jovanovic and uh, favorite so, as well. So. I think Watson obviously is is another another person that's going. He's going to get more minutes, him. and I think he I think that really get more minutes. I think he's likely one of the main reasons Beverly transferred because like Watson's yeah. going to take his role anyway. Yeah. Even if and and maybe a larger role than that if we don't. And I believe Watson redshirted. No. No, he played. Uh, but he only played one game. He, he featured a handful of times. He played a – you know what? He played quite a bit in the first half against FSU when Pac was out. Um, he was the oh. next guy off the bench. He also – he got it at the end of the Final Four, too. Oh, I thought he redshirted. No, he 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 played. Um, I don't think there's any point in redshirting people. Anyway, that guy stick around for five years and not transfer. So it's just like, what is the point of redshirting players at this point? Right. Uh, but, yeah, so – I agree with you. I think Akinbola is probably more of a backup. He did. He had a front row seat two years ago to us beating the crap out of a school in the in the in the second round. So maybe he was impressed. I was gonna bring back to the we've beaten so many teams the last few years. It's nice. Anyway, Auburn, uh, Texas, Indiana. What a big schools. <laughs> Texas State. was the payback from a while ago when they beat us to make the Sweet Sixteen. The, the, the Raymond Hicks game, that's what I always call it, because all, yeah, all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we were down, Hicks. like, and he just started dropping all these things. I'm like, what is even happening? I like, I don't where, know. where was this the whole year? <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Um, I guess also there... the the Baba Tunde guy would likely play center for us if he were to come here, because he'd be like the tallest guy on our team. Well, I mean, he would back up. I think I think he's a backup for Norchad. Um, I think that's. Give me the backup, the backup of a backup, because we got Casey and Nwoko coming in. Well, I, I think mean, I don't know how I, much time Nwoko is going to get. But, but I think both Casey and Nwoko can also play the four, and they might get a lot of minutes there as well. And again, it depends on who. Like, it totally depends on who we fill that with. So many people, so many people, are like, oh, Larry Nega doesn't play freshman. Don't be shocked if you see Nwoko a bunch next season. I wouldn't be surprised. Not Obviously not starting, but I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe gets like eight to nine minutes a game. I mean, Wilga and Benzie played quite a bit two years ago. 
So I, I don't know why people are saying. I think it's probably similar, right? How many minutes? Not a lot. I, it's just because we needed people. We had yeah. nobody. Our, our and, starters were in the game like 35 minutes. Yeah, but that's the same like, thing with like, but I mean. We're, gonna, we're likely going to have more depth. So. Well, maybe. We haven't filled anything in yet, so we'll see. That's Depends why I said we're likely, we're likely going to have more depth. There's, there's going to be players that want to come to Miami. You're not just going to blow oh, for off sure. the Final Four team. For sure, it's and just it's, and it's, a, it's not a fluke because we made the elite eight the year before. Yeah, so, no, we're mean, that's why that's why I'm not worried at all. But the actual playing time for the backups depends on like how we fill those gaps. And like we just talked through a scenario where we actually bring in a three and a four and slide will go over. You know, it's very different than bringing in another mm-hmm. guard, leaving will get the three, getting maybe bring just in one Angela four. Cleveland. I have to say, I don't think Cleveland comes to Miami. You still hung up on this. Like, he won't go to a rival, and I'm like, I don't think just, he gives a crap. I, I, I mean, I don't know, as because he because we play FSU twice a year, so he'd have Dance. to go and play in Tallahassee next year. Why does he care? It's one um, game. I mean, I love to have. Listen, Matthew Cleveland, if you're watching this, I thought he's watching this, but we'd love to have you. Like, I mean, I just you know what? I don't. See if it's that big of a deal, he can sit that game out. No. <laughs> If it's that big of a deal, it's like, I can't go play there. Then just don't. We'll sit the one game out. You play the other 30 games. But can games. you imagine if he decided to come to Miami? Like, he would get booed so bad. Like, like I said, FSU. it's one game. It's one game. He'll be yeah. he'll be fine with it. He'll be a hero over here. He'll get twice the cheers. You know, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. You can undo He had, like, that. his highest scoring game against us last I know. He likes, he, likes the, he likes the arena. He's a fan of the Watsko Center. Should we talk women's basketball? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we didn't cover on the men's side before we uh, pivot? There was one other player you had mentioned to me, but yeah. I, um, so this the is the Northwestern uh, guy, the forward yeah, out of Northwestern. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I I think he's not a great. I think I I don't think he's a great fit to be honest. I was impressed. I was impressed when I was looking. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Again, was, you already know who I want, Amzil. I'll take two out of those three and call it a day very happily at this point. The Six Ring Kane Show. Yeah, yeah. The Six Ring Kane Show. Yeah, yeah. The Six Rings Kane Show. <laughs> you know.